This is the Midnight 30 Podcast again, Jeremick. Indeed it is. How you doing, man? Oh, not too bad. How you doing? I'm doing good. So, i uh, just been chilling. Today is Thursday, the 27th of February. It is getting to the point where the cold times are going away and warmth is coming. Supposedly, but it still feels pretty cold <laughs> to me. Right now, it's not bad. Uh, hey, did you want that heater on? You put that heater on? <laughs> I don't know. That might interfere with the microphone. I don't think people want to hear it. Last time? I don't think last time was that bad. It's oh, up to you. It's well, up I will to sit you. at an angle that way. Okay. Yeah. You know. Oh, gosh. It's so loud. I no, I'm teasing. I don't care. <laughs> well, you never know how it sounds to them. It might sound like a lawnmower. It's true, Mike. But if it, hey, if it sounds bad to you guys, let us know in the comments. Uh, you know, go to our Facebook page and let us know. Uh, we really just appreciate it. Yeah, comment, Jeremic sucks if it's too loud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, we're going to be talking about uh, quite a bit of stuff tonight. And if you don't mind, I would like to start us off. Is that okay with you? I object. I thought it was <laughs> All right, hang on. So first thing I'd like to talk about, what I have been playing, but... There's all going to be this overall theme you're going to see throughout this, these couple podcasts where we talk about horror, uh, spookiness, and also the, the end time, so to speak, because we're kind, of, <laughs> we're kind of at a point where a lot of people are really, really scared. We're at, you and I are going to talk about our interactions with people and just our, our uh, uh, perceptions of what we've been seeing in the supermarket today. Now, in no means am I paranoid. I'm just cautious. Sure. We're gonna, I'm just throwing that out there. Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <coughs> so, anyways, um, the first thing that I have been playing is I have been playing the Darksiders 3 for the Xbox One X. Um, have you ever played any of the Darksiders games? No, I haven't. I played Dead Space. Okay. That's as close as I probably got. Okay. It's okay. probably nothing like it, though. For um, it's, it's a... It's not. Yeah, it is a scare. It is like a, so. It's a horror genre. I would put Dead Space more in a horror genre. I would put Darksiders in a more grim, dark fantasy. Uh, but still, like, you know, if you, were, if you want to make an argument, you could put it in the horror genre. But I would say Darksiders is more of a fantasy. More of a horror fantasy, grim, dark. Uh, Dead Space is more of a uh, horror sci-fi. Oh, man. So if that would make sense. Uh, but anyways, I'm playing Darksiders 3. Uh, Darksiders, the first one, was basically imagine a more is it, imagine a mature Zelda. Huh. Okay, so imagine mature Zelda. You're this you're one of the excuse me, you're one of the four horsemen. In each game, you're one of the horsemen of the apocalypse. How appropriate. Oh, it's great. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, first one, you're war and you supposedly start the apocalypse, but you weren't supposed to. And so then you're in prison, but you're like you he was framed. So then your brother in the second one, Death. He's coming to save you, and Death is voiced by the guy that was uh, the prison guard in the Count of Monte Cristo. Oh, that's Do you remember cool. that guy, that low voice? Yep. Oh, he's so good. So, uh, anyways, he is, the, he's Death in that one, so the second one. So I'm playing now the third one, and it is a female. And, oh gosh, it's, oh, it is escaping me what her name is. Dang it, uh, I have to look it up. Uh, I think it's Wrath or something like that. Um. Uh, hang on, Darksiders. Three. 
main character. Uh, the main character is Fury. Okay, so Fury. And that is not, I mean, that's technically not one of the uh, Darksiders Apocalypse. I mean, that's not ever mentioned in the Book of Revelation. It never is. Uh, but it's really... What, you're telling me the Fast and the Furious isn't in there? No, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> and I say unto thee, Dom, keep driving. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you do have um, some pretty cool stuff in there. Um, the, the first one, okay, so the first Darksiders is like Zelda. You know, you go through the levels and you... Uh, you open these chests, you know, like in Zelda, but each chest, you know, you might, yeah, you might have another, um, you know, this time you might, <clears throat> you'll find a, a, yeah, a new vessel to, like, you know, to upgrade your, your hearts, you know, max or something like that. But it's this heavy metal like version. It's so, you got these big, huge, gigantic weapons and pauldrons on the arm and you got these, this, this sword that is gigantic and it's bloody. You're cutting up. I mean, it's it's such a magnificent game. I love I love Darksiders. I I I got all the achievements on the Xbox and the PlayStation when it first came out, and then it came out again on the PlayStation uh, Four and the Xbox One. I got it on that one. Have I seen and then you play this in the past? You, I'm probably sure you have. And then um, I got it on the Wii U, and it's now came out on three on the Switch. I'm not gonna buy it again, but I, I have it on. I'll probably gonna play it again on the Xbox One, so I need more achievements. But I love these games. The third one is like uh, Dark Souls a little bit, uh, yeah. you know, and uh, or uh, Bloodborne, because whenever you die in Bloodborne, what happens? You reawaken. Yep, and then you have to go back and get your your souls, right? Right. So this is the same thing where you go back. Well, Bloodborne's blood echoes and then Dark yeah. Souls. Is. Yeah, yeah. So you go back and you get your souls, and it's it's very hard. I mean, you have to work on timing and you have to focus on each enemy because even the smallest enemies can kill you. No matter even how, even if you like are a beefy, you know, beefy character, you still got to watch it because, you know, these these uh, characters that were low level characters, they can still kill you. So just like in Bloodborne, this one character, you they're the low level characters. They might get some good hits on you, and you're like, oh crap, you know. So um, this Darksiders three is more like that. Um. But with uh, some Zelda, with a little more of that, that first Darksiders one. The second one was just like loot. You kill a bunch of things and you got really awesome loot. You know, it's, it's a big open world. Uh, Darksiders 3 is an open world, but uh, it's more it's more akin to a Zelda type of game. So imagine Zelda and Bloodborne had a baby. This would be it. And they mix it with the Apocalypse. So I'm playing this because after I beat this, I'm going to play Darksiders Genesis which is the fourth one now, which you get the new, the other character, which is Strife. He's a other horseman with guns, and you get to play in that, and this is bef and the, that one is before the first Darksiders. So is Strife very conflicted? He is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I've been, I've been playing that. Uh, dude, I, this game is, the art is so pretty. It's like you're playing a comic book. Oh, cool. uh, You know, it's got this, Really great animation. Uh, I mean, I love these Darksiders games. They're super fun. I have... I don't think I have both of the Darksiders books. I think there's two, and I have one of them. I started reading it, but then I decided I was going to... I was I was deciding I was not going to read it until a time I can focus more on it. 
So, uh, but so that's what I. That's the first game I've been playing dealing with our uh, overall theme of you know end of world. But Darksiders games, play them. They're great. Any of them, one, two, three, and the technically the fourth one, which is Genesis. Uh, they're they're magnificent games. I highly recommend you you guys play them. Uh, but what have you? What's a game that you've been playing? <clears throat> I picked up Bloodborne again because I don't know why. I just love that game. Like Dark Souls, I had a lot of trouble with because the parrying and now which oh, Dark Souls? Um, the first I, one. No, I never played the first or the second one. I actually um, got part three oh, for Christmas, and then that's I, right. Yeah, I, I tried to learn it, and it—it's beyond me how to parry in that uh -huh. game. I just haven't been able to figure that out yet. But then I started playing Bloodborne, and then like <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to get past the werewolf. Oh, yeah. that first werewolf that you come across? Yeah, and I didn't oh, yeah. know I was supposed to die. I know. And then I was like, and then finally, whenever I sat down and actually watched it, I was like, oh, okay, I understand now. I get the weapons after I die. And then, yep. and then I felt like such an idiot. I was like, why didn't I, you know, <laughs> at least sit down instead of resetting the game? Or uh -huh. like, okay. But I'm better now. I, I beat all the DLCs, and then I keep yeah. restarting yeah. just because I love it. Now, you have, in that game... You uh, you play all DLC. Now, did you find all the umbilical cords and then, yes. and then I beat the them. final <laughs> boss? You know, like you you beat the final boss, like the moon something or yeah, whatever the, it's called. The first time I didn't. Uh, the first I didn't time either. I just let it take me. Yeah, and then I got the bad ending. And I had to redo it. Yeah, yeah. And then I did that one, and then uh, I forgot. Is it two or three endings that that one has? Because I only got. Two oh ones. really? <clears throat> I, I I only got. Two. Well, there might be other ones, yeah, because there might be like other endings that it's kind of an ending. But I remember focusing on two main ones because I remember I got one and I was here going, oh, I have to get the last one, which is the main one. And again, I, I'm married, you know, I have a family, and you have some people in your life that you're very, you know, focused on. You're, you have a, can I see, you have occasionally, a, you have a, a significant other. Uh, not even. Uh, so, <laughs> anyways, but we have we have other things we're doing in our life. Right. You know, so video games cannot be everything we do. We just mm. can't. We have the time. But this Bloodborne was so good that after I beat it, the first one, I jumped right in and I swear I got to that next ending uh, very quick because you can do a new game. Like, you can level, you can go through it leveled up again, right? Right. And... And there's so many weapons. Oh, you can the weapons! Yes, the weapons. It. What oh. weapon did you? I can't remember what I what weapon I ended up basically maining. I can't remember. Well, but which I one did you? The axe first. The axe. And then I found that. Um, oh, I forgot what it was called. <laughs> it's like you get it in one of the DLCs in the church by killing one of the uh, random NPC guys trying yeah. to take you out. Yeah. But it's like um, a church pickaxe, a uh, church pick. Is what it's called. Oh, wow. It, that thing is amazing. Uh -huh. I kept using that one. And then I uh, used that, that double one. Ah. Oh, where the... The crow lady. Yeah, you get it from her. Oh, I was thinking of the... Oh, the, that was a good one. That was a good one. What about the one you start out with? The 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 blade where it, like you can... It's like a big, long switchblade. It's oh. the first weapon you get. Oh, crap. Is it but that saw? one... Yeah, it was like one where like, it, it, you can... You fold it and it's shorter and it's quicker, but it doesn't do as much damage. Then you can use it as long version and does more damage. 
Yeah, one say it's. Uh, it's the first weapon you get, I think, uh, in one of them. But that's uh, one a lot of people the tip use. Of my tongue. Uh, I want to call it the the saw. Mm -hmm. Something like that. Or something with saw, yeah. That's gonna that's gonna aggravate me. I gotta yeah, look it look up. Look it up. Now. Yeah, look it up now. Do it. Good job. I'm going to what? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the Bloodborne games. I enjoy the Bloodborne game because I enjoyed because it was this Lovecraftian horror theme, and you had. Um, all these different um, influences from You ever horror. seen Brotherhood of the Wolf? No. Their outfits are exactly identical. I'm going to have to pull that up in a really? moment. Really? Brotherhood of the Wolf. Brotherhood of the Wolf. It's a French film <laughs> where it, there's this legend about there was a giant wolf roaming this countryside. Well, I don't know if it's so much of a wolf as it was a monster. And this is like an ancient legend that's uh -huh. been going on for years in the 1300s or something like that, and it's been killing people. So they brought in these hunters who are dressed like... Oh. Yeah. And, uh, here we go. Let's see here. Let, let's... Uh, they give me a whole a whole list of stuff here. Uh, da, 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 da. No, I don't need to learn how to kill father. There's a oh, saw yeah. cleaver. Right. That's that, it. That's uh, a saw cleaver. Okay. Saw cleaver. That's the one. That's where... That was one still, even at the very end of the game, I found that weapon beneficial on some enemies because even though it may not be the strongest, the movement speed and everything that I could do that I could do with it made me do more damage with enemies. And you can put the gems on yeah. it and make oh, it. Oh, I forgot so about that. Stronger. Yeah, I mean that game was oh so good. I, I hope they do another one. Uh, me too. Oh. Um, there was rumors of a part two, but yes. you know, you oh, sure. know how true. Well, they did. Um, they did Sakura. Have you got that? Um, my girlfriend's brother has it. I played it, and oh, I've heard it's, it's very. It's such a pain very, in the butt, man. Very, oh. very hard. It can be. Yes, I've heard it's just not. I mean, some people love it or they hate it, and I. It's kind of been the way with all the Dark Souls stuff. Oh my gosh, that's the spit of it. Brotherhood of the Wolf. Yeah. That's the. You should watch that. I think you would like it. It's old school, but it has the same similar style, which I think is what inspired. Uh, That's crazy. That is just like it. Yeah. That's unreal, huh? Old school there. Wow. So Brotherhood of the Wolf. Yeah, it looks identical to the character and. Yeah, so that's part of the inspiration cool. for it too. Well, like on the on the Socorro, there's people that they say you get more movement. Okay, they said you have more movement than you did in Bloodborne. Is that true? Um, I felt like you can do, I don't know, because I played Bloodborne first. I liked it better because you can do more with your weapons. You can choose different weapons, but in this yes. you can only upgrade your missing hand. <laughs> you have a missing hand? I'm sorry, I didn't say that. No spoilers. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's just say stuff happens and it becomes Full Metal Alchemist in a different way. Oh, okay. Way. <laughs> that was cool. I can't really explain that. Uh, okay. You have to play it. Okay, all right. Because that's one that I want to play eventually, but I uh, I don't wait for it to get on sale. And um, I still, honestly, I want to... I, I've i never beaten a Dark Souls or Demon Souls game, uh, but I really want to do... You know, I want to play Darksiders 1, 2, and 3, and I have them all. I just haven't ever played them. Uh. You know? I mean, I really do. I've, so... But yeah, um, okay. <clears throat> Next, 
I've been playing some Dead by Daylight, and we're going to play some more tonight and maybe do a podcast after we play. But you and I sat down and played that one night. I tried to be very – we can talk about this, and I want everybody – I want our <laughs> feedback on this. Because I tried to be – I wanted to tell you, I said, okay, I'm going to play the game how a villain would. Because right. a villain – a killer is there to kill people. Right. He's not going to play fair because he's a killer. You're supposed to be nice. Right. No yeah. Way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people on this on Dead by Daylight, they get mad whenever <laughs> you are ki- the killer and you are killing them. Because I literally would hang somebody on a hook and then I would look around and see for the buddies to come and like try to get it off the hook. You know, like, okay, and I'm going to try to kill you. That's the fun part of it. Well, last I checked, in every horror film, they were not talking smack to the killer. They are running away. Of they speed. are. They are. But here They're we not have playing the part. No, and here the people, the survivors, have flashlights. Oh, flashlights! My They'll own, stop my him. Only what weakness. But you know, that's what we need to have is more flashlights. But so these people, they have these flashlights, and. They stun you, and that's 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 fine. I mean, they gotta have some form of you know way. Well, you of, like a deer um, in the headlight. It really is like oh, <laughs> but you know, they gotta have something, which that makes it fun. Like you know, they, right. they, they have their weapons. I have mine. Uh, so that was Michael Myers' weakness. Yeah, that darn flashlight. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, we played a game, and nobody got mad, which I was actually quite pleased. But I'm disappointed because I, I wanted to hear somebody I know, rage. and hopefully we're gonna do, hopefully we'll get it tonight. But I was not doing anything, you know, um, game breaking or exploitive. Uh, I wasn't exploiting anything. But I just don't get why people in that game get mad if you, as the killer, are literally taking the person, hanging them on a hook, and then waiting for them to die. You know, they get sucked in from this entity in the sky, you know, and so that's 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 the whole point, which I think is just ridiculously funny. <laughs> and, you know, and then the other people have to save their friend. That's fine. That's what, what you do. Maybe they uh, consider it hacks. Oh, well, I, I don't see how, though, because, I mean, you're... You're, you're waiting patiently. I'm, I'm, I'm being the killer. I killed your friend. Now, come on. Try to get him back. Uh, <laughs> but but I it's like camping, I think. Well, that's what, and they'll it. call it camping, but I'm here going, but I'm the killer. That is my that is my role. My role is to kill every single person. So, I shouldn't hang him on the hook. Oh, now I gotta run away, you know, so people don't get mad. Yeah, you think Jason Voorhees didn't camp by his yeah, sweater? Yeah, exactly. It's like hang on, <laughs> like whatever he was in the movie. Okay, he didn't just camp by and watch. You know, was it the, his sister having sex with? Didn't that in the first movie? They were he's yes. Whenever he was little, in the old one, they were like. Was it his sister or was it just one of the counselors? No, we're thinking of, we're thinking of, Je- I'm thinking of Michael Myers. You're thinking of Jason. Oh, okay. Yeah. But well, anyways, it's always like connected. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it is. But anyways, all these other killers are always creeping in the house. Like, oh, they watch a little bit and they kill. I am hanging this person on a hook. They die. And then if somebody else wants to try to get them off there, great. I'll try to kill them. And that, that's the fun part of it. The thing is, there are three other killers. I mean, there's, there are three other survivors. So there's four survivors. And then, I think there's four. Yeah, three or four. Maybe there's only three. I can't remember. But anyways, you got you're outnumbered. Right. I just don't see how people get mad. But people got really hacked off, and nobody got hacked off last time. Uh, and we're gonna do it again tonight, so maybe they'll get mad this time. Uh, we'll, we'll see. We maybe they should add a patch that allows you to call the cops. 
<laughs> you should. Well, and like you know, I told you, Friday Thirteenth. You know that. Were, uh-huh. Did you know you can actually get a phone and call the cops in that game? What? Yes. Oh, it's a really cool feature. So if somebody dies, the first person that dies. Right. Okay. Then somebody calls. Somebody gets the phone and they call the police. You that died first. Okay. okay. Come back as the cop. In one of the movies, the cops are called, and so you come back as the cop, and now you are this cop with a shotgun, and so you have a little, you feel like you're a little bit, uh, you know, more confident fighting Jason. I came back as the cop one time. I still died. You know, Jason still killed me, um, but that, that is a pretty cool uh, feature. <laughs> I, I do enjoy that where, you know, you're the first one to, oh, you, you respond as the police officer. Uh, so you do do that. First um, responder gets to meet the final yeah. boss. Like, oh. <laughs> but I remember I had this big shotgun. I was like, okay, cool. And I shot him and I still died. I somehow, but you know, cause it was. Maybe it's the exploit. Yeah. So, <laughs> but anyways, uh, so dead by daylight, still playing it. We're going to play it again tonight. I enjoy that game so much. Uh, it's a great, should you tell them your gamer tag in case they oh. encounter you? Yes, please do. And I will put it in the descriptions. Uh, f- follow us on Facebook. I'll put all that stuff on the Facebook at the Midnight 30 Podcast on Facebook. I'll put all the information in on the on the Anchor stuff. But yeah, my gamer tag is Langel space, just there's a space, and then Katen. It's L-A-N-G-E-L, and then space, and then Katen, C-A-T-A-N. Uh, add me on... Uh, I'd love to play some video games with you. Um, that's my Xbox gamer tag, and then my PlayStation one is just Langel, L A N G E L. I do uh, uh, Dead is by Xbox Live still up and running. Oh yeah, but I do I do both. Uh, but Dead by Daylight, I do uh, uh, PlayStation because PlayStation the graphics are a little better on the PlayStation. It's just a little better. It really is. Uh, it's weird because uh, Xbox One X is a better is a more beefier system. But uh, they have not patched it for the Xbox One X, which is a bummer. So I might, I'll probably get on the Xbox One X eventually. Um, but yeah, I have had many chances to, but I've already leveled up my characters on the PlayStation 1 so much that I'm kind of on that. Once they get cross-saved, that'd be awesome, where I can play on one and carry on progress over. I'm waiting over. for that. That's yeah, cool. that'd be great. Um, <clears throat> so we're playing Dead by Daylight. Uh, it's a great game. Uh, love it. I haven't got to get the new character yet. He's a... Like ghost cowboy zombie with he fires the, these chains. It's kind of like you know the the Hellraiser guy, Pinhead with the chains, but he's a cowboy. He's really neat. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, trying to figure out what movie that can possibly. I know, be I know. Oh, like. they, they showed a silhouette of him. His silhouette reminds you of the Jeepers Creepers guy. Oh, that's cool. So it almost like it makes Jeepers Creepers and Pinhead together. I, I love. Yeah, it. that's almost it. Yeah, that's pretty uh, close. Yeah. Oh man, I think me. But he's like a he's like a, his face is kind of zombie like. He's got glowing eyes. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. I think what I like most about that is, you know, besides Jason and the wrong turn looking zombie guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that Jeepers Screamer style does yeah. sound pretty cool. Uh-huh, it's great. And they got the Demogorgon from uh, uh, Stranger Things. The Demogorgon. Yeah, you knew that one. Oh, man, I love that. Dude, I was going to watch the third season because I heard it's coming up. Uh, or third is it season. already out? Third season's out. I've only watched three episodes of it. It's fine. My kids watch it. I got he said it's by really good from Vietnam. Yeah, he's so doing that. Yeah. I haven't been able to watch it. Yeah. I do want to see it though because I love Stranger Things. It has it's that good. nostalgia. Oh, it's got that '80s feel. I I agree. Uh, they are 
great. The, the first season is by far my favorite. The second one was fine. All right. The third one, I uh, again, I watched two or three episodes. My girlfriend it's, adores that show. It's okay. I feel like they, they're really focused on that awkward middle school, starting to be teenager relationship stuff. Kind of vibe. And that gets really, I don't want any of that crap. I just like, I don't want to see that crap. It kind but, of gets old because it's like, oh, I've been through that. Yes, year. exactly. Yeah. Like, okay, this is stupid. But <laughs> it is kind of funny. It's got a charm to it that I, I can watch a little bit of, but I think they hold that too long. I think that's what they're going for, though. They're trying to hit the nostalgia. You're right. They, they are. They are. Uh, I but, mean, you know, all the 80s stuff. I mean, yeah. you know, people that grew up in the 80s are going to love that. Yeah. I mean, I was on the tip of it, so I can I can vaguely remember the cartoons yep. and the late 80s. Yeah. But yeah. other than that, yeah. You know. Yeah. I, uh, I, really, I really do like those, those shows. I got the books. I got one of the books. Two of the books. Two of the books. I need to get, there's like two more that's out. I want to read all those. The Stranger Things it talks about you know the before and and all that stuff it's really great about 11 oh nice so it's pretty cool I did not know that yeah yeah um okay so uh let's see video games wise anything else mm. that you have been playing as far as video games can now we're gonna move on to after if you don't have anything else then we're gonna move on to other horror stuff uh, just Fallout 4, but, you know, that that's just because I keep returning to it, and then uh, New Vegas and Fallout 3, I, I hit between all of them. <gasps> like, I'll hit between my 360 and my PS4, because nice. I just love old-school games like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. There's just so much to do, and you discover new stuff every time you play it. Well, you knew the, you know the new Xbox One X series that'll be coming out this year? It's like the new console. It's going to be able to play every single Xbox game ever created. Oh, freaking The original... Good. All the way to now. So do I have to sell all my old consoles just to buy this one? Is that what you're saying? Probably. But Get yeah, out of here. But who knows? It may not play very good. But I want to play like the old Soul Reaver games. Uh, the old Matrix games that are on the old Xbox. Dude, I can now find those and buy them and play them. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, The oh. Path of Neo. Have you tried? I have The Path of Neo. Oh, I love that game. Dude, I am still trying to figure out how to get past one part of it. There's, um, a par- there's some parts that are... Really hard in that game. There's one where you're like you're 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 fighting in um you know where the dreadlock guys are introduced those stairs the dual stairs you know that part right. was hard. It tells you what to do, but it doesn't exactly tell you how to do it. Exactly. It just, it just, and I'm just like just freaking pass me. Yep, yep. I want to continue. Yep. Yep. I know. Uh, yep. Uh, okay. So this is gonna be a, we're gonna talk about. Okay. So hang on. So anything else? We're gonna make this a two-parter um, segment here. So. Uh, anything else? That, well, hang on. Wait, time out. So, do you want let's let's go ahead and talk, and then we'll have the second part after we play some Dead by Daylight. Okay. Is that okay? Is that is that all oh, right? That's fine. Okay. All right. Okay. So, sorry about that. We're gonna continue. Okay. Uh, do you need a refill or anything? Good. Uh, I might grab another one. Okay. Here you go. I got you. I got you. Okay. Um, so we are going to talk about. <clears throat> we watched the new Candyman trailer. Nice. Now, would you say I am a big Clive Barker fan? He is my favorite author. Clive Barker, my favorite favorite author. Um, who would you your favorite author be? Do you really have one? Oh, that is a tough one. 
Um, I didn't. I didn't prep you for this. Usually, uh, I'd ask like you know, but ahead of time, so I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really prep me. I would say R.L. Stein. Just, oh, just dude, R.L. Yeah. Just because I grew up reading those, but at the same time, like I read those up until I was about fifteen or sixteen, and I was like, wow. Now that I look at it, these are just really silly jump scares, yeah. and you can tell it's intended for kids. It's not sure. really scary. And then I read my dad's Green Mile, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. This is a left turn, and then yeah. uh, dad loaned me The Shining. Yes. And I read that, and I was like, holy crap. Yeah. So that's how I got into So basically, I guess, between R.L. Stein and Stephen King. Okay, cool. For All nostalgic right. purposes. Okay, yeah. So. Uh, Clyde Barker is my favorite. I uh, still need to read one of his books. Clyde, oh, you ever read? Oh. I never read anything <laughs> by him. Clyde Barker, my favorite book from him is Mr. Be Gone. A lot of people hate Mr. Be Gone. I don't know why, but the first... You guys need to read Clyde Barker's Mr. Be Gone. The first page threatens you. <laughs> it says, burn this book. <laughs> Quit reading. Burn this book right now. And I'm reading this book going, oh, sweet. And That's then you turn a marketing the next, right Yeah, there. you turn the next page going, why are you still reading this book? Are you scared? Burn this book. I'm telling you right now, if you don't burn this book right now, you're going to die. I'm going to keep reading. <laughs> That'd be like coming out with a CD called This CD Sucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Quit listening to it. <laughs> don't listen to it. You'll hate it. People are like, I got to listen to this. I don't know why. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I mean, you got it's that It's that old like deal like you know, being a kid, don't push the red button. But you want to <laughs> push, push the red button. Every time. It's the same thing. So, Clyde Barker, Mr. Be Gone, read it. So, anyways, Clyde Barker, my favorite author, he has... Uh, made one of my favorite games uh, Jericho <coughs> Clyde Barker's Jericho amazing video game was didn't on Marilyn Manson do a voice in that? no he didn't Area 51 oh I kept thinking it was yeah. Jericho for some but reason. Jericho yeah. is a game that is based off of the Bible and like he bases it loosely off the Bible just because I mean, he's he's kind of an agnostic but anyways he grabs parts of saying hey what if God you know Messed up, and this is Plan B, and these there's this this group called Jericho, and they have to go in and destroy this evil that's been created, uh, and you go through all these levels of history. I mean, it's a oh, such a good game. But anyways, he had a movie that he did a screenplay for, which was this movie Candyman. And you and I just looked up that it's actually a short story in the Books of Blood volumes in the, the series, the Books of Blood. Uh, that little short story is called The Forbidden. So the Story Forbidden, The Forbidden, which was in his Books of Blood series, okay? From all that, the Candyman movie has originated from, and there's been three Candyman movies, and now there's a fourth one, okay? Right. Um, Clyde Barker did the screenplay for the first one. I don't know about the others. I would believe he just did it for the first one. So, what do you remember about the first Candyman? Um, I remember that, you know... Uh, at the time, I was about 13. Yeah. And, you know, it was a dare to say that three times. Oh, like yeah. Bloody Mary. I remember, I remember that doing that so, at school. You know, yeah, and it's like, oh, I'll show you guys something will happen, and you do it, and you're like, eh. Hey. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, God, it's so scary. Like, no, it is. Were you ever scared doing it? Man, I was. I grew up on horror films, man. <laughs> you, you were, you, nothing could scare you. I was terrified. Uh, believe it or not, if I get a bill in the mail, I get terrified. <laughs> that, that's what one that's thing a, that scares me. Uh, adults are scared every day they go to the mailbox. <laughs> I am. I'm like, oh. And whenever you open up the mailbox, you're like, oh, there's nothing. Yes. Uh, and then I see a bill. But to me, it's like a severed head. So. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Just some terrifying. Uh -huh. But, yeah, I grew up on horror films. That's how come it doesn't bother me as much, like, we used to go to smoke houses, 
They want me as scary. I just want to say they're fun. I want to say, oh, they're not scary. Like, sure. I'm, I'm so bald sure, sure. or something. But no, they were actually, they were, they're pretty fun because you see, like, uh, you have the clown, the clown trope going on there. You got oh, yeah. The scary girl trope. Yeah. The zombie trope. You yeah. name it. Dude. Yeah. I just, I just love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say um, the old Candyman, I loved it for nostalgic purposes. Okay. And I can remember the storyline. The trailer looks like it's a retelling. It is. They're retelling. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know it's a remake. I I hate remakes. I'll tell you that right now. Aside from it, it was actually. It wasn't bad. I mean, it was not bad. I mean, I. Even though I loved Tim Curry most because he was so funny, even though he was trying to be scary. Sure, sure. But. You liked those It movies better than I did. I mean, yeah, ultimately. the cheesiness has like a flair to it. Sure, but you haven't read the whole. You haven't read the It book. No, I have. Okay. I, I got through maybe uh, not half, but maybe a fourth of okay. the way through okay. it, and I was just like, "Oh, you're rambling, yes. Stephen. Why?" Yes, yes, and yes. That's how come on your face. Okay, you know, fair enough. So, but I mean, the, everybody I've, I've talked to that had seen the original It movie. And the ones now, they have the same outlook as you were. Like, that first one, I know it was rough, but I had this, this, it was the first one. It was huge for the time. It was on TV. It was, I mean, that was just a big deal. You know, it was like a miniseries. They got some pretty big actors for it back then, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, At that the was, time, yep. I mean, that was big. Um, you know, and then they, I feel like this one, they really uh, tried to do some cool stuff. And I feel like that they, it was not bad. Especially uh, a lot of the other black people's. humor they pulled off. They did, like, yeah. I mean, they they really did a good job. So, but anyways, back to the Candyman. Where okay, so the, the it's, we're talking about the we've seen the first Candyman movie. Right. I don't remember a whole lot of it, but I remember enough to where I watched the first one and I was like, oh, that was that was cool. That was a Clyde Barker. Even though he did not direct it, you could see Clyde Barker all over in that movie. I mean, he, his his uh, way of gore and uh, oh, he loves his gore. Oh, he does. Uh, it's just, yeah. Speaking yeah. of, I, this is kind of a little sidetrack a yeah. bit, but you've seen more evolutions yet? Yeah. What'd you think? Oof. Compared to the book. I'll, I'll just say that because I've always seen the movie. Okay, so it. now I read um, on the Lord of Illusions book, I never read the Lord of Illusions book because the Lord of Illusions book is basically a re there is okay let me let me rephrase me this the story that the original like you know story that's off the lord of illusions right okay that that story is very good um i, I really like that but then there's another book called lord of illusions that is basically a book form of the movie so i did not read that one i read the one that was the book first the book is very good it's about um, Harry Dumar, D. Moore, which is this private eye detective that is on all of Clyde Barker's books. Uh, he's, he's just scattered throughout a lot of Clyde Barker's books. He's a really, really cool character. He's in the Scarlet Gospels where the Pinhead and him fight. Or no, well, sorry. Pinhead and him kind of meet. They don't fight. Uh, but a uh, really cool character. Now, the movie, I did see the movie. The movie was, I did not like the movie. Uh, I did not like the movie. I like the fact they had the guy from uh, Quantum Leap in it. <laughs> that was great. Oh, that was I was like, oh. I was like, oh, come on, man. Now. Like, oh, I was so happy to see him. Like, I'm going to quantum leap, dude. Uh, so I did enjoy that. Uh, but it was very. What did you think of the villain who was wearing leather pants? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was, it was pretty bad. And his acting was. 
So was he more terrifying in the book than the movie? Yeah, the the book w- was actually the book was very good. Uh, the movie was just very cheesy and not scary. And just there's there's parts of Lord of Illusions that uh, there was a little bit of Nightbreed woven in there. It felt like just a little bit of that oh, th- that style, you know. Um, uh, but I mean, it's a Clive Barker directed joint. So I mean that, and I believe he directed that one, and I believe he directed Nightbreed. Uh, he did not direct Candyman, but he did the screenplay for it. So, but I have seen Lord Illusion. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So the Candyman. Back to the Candyman trailer that we've dis- that we're discussing. So the Candyman new one. It's by Jordan Peele. Right. He has done movies Get Out, um, us. us, which right. I have not. I want to see Get Out and Us. I want to see. Those. I've not got to see them yet. I haven't seen them yet either. I've heard they're excellent, uh, especially uh, Us. Looked really good because it was kind of like doppelgangers. It looked really fantastic. Like means themselves. Yeah, it looked cool. Uh, <clears throat> I liked to watch that. My wife and I were going to watch it one evening, and then we watched the trailer. I'm like, oh, it's cool. So we watched another trailer, and this other trailer we watched was completely different. And I was like, gosh, this looks... I, I got a lot. I kind of I kind of wimped out. I'm like, no, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I was. I was like, oh, man, I don't know. Uh, so Jordan Peele's directing it. Uh, he's been a pretty, pretty good director. He's been helping out with the new Twilight series, even. What? Yeah, the Twilight Zone. There, there's a new one? The Twilight Zone, yeah. Oh, I thought you said the new Twilight oh, series. Oh, sorry, the Twilight, Twilight. <laughs> I see, because with the vampires. No, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. I was like, what have we got yeah. here? No, the new Twilight oh. Zone he's helped out with, I think. Oh, yeah. So, do you... Would you recommend these people seeing the trailer? Because you and I watched it, and you made a comment about three-quarters of the way in. And that comment was that you're like... Oh, they've given a whole bunch of this away already. Yeah, it, it's like they're throwing most of the movie away. In the they trailer. are. I mean, pretty much. I've seen this movie. I've seen this trailer going. I'm pretty sure I can know what. I'm pretty sure I know what happens. Maybe that's how they hook you in nowadays. That they're like, maybe oh, we're, we're going to show you the best scenes, and then you watch it, and they probably cut out like three or four. Sure, of the scenes. sure. Because <laughs> like, I'm, why? Yeah, because I mean, I'm watching this, and I'm oh. here going. I think I've. I think this is. Uh, I think I've pretty much seen all the best parts of it. And I pretty much am here going, oh, so this is what's going to happen in the movie. Uh, so, I mean, now what was... If people haven't seen The Candyman, what is the what is the story of The Candyman? Well, he... I believe he was a slave who yes. fell in love with um, a blonde. And he had a hook. Well, he didn't have a hook for a hand. I mean, yeah, no. what happened was, uh, you know... It's hard to explain, actually, because the bees, Yeah, you know? the, uh, they put something... Yeah, they put covered him in honey so the bees wouldn't get him. Yeah, there was something with that, and then the, I think they did something to his hand. Yeah, they, I think they cut off his hand or something and put a hook on there, which, I don't know. I'd recommend you watch... This is probably a bad decision, but watch the old one. Yeah, I, oh, I think you should. The original. Watch the original. And then but there's... Then if, at the same time, though, if you watch the original and then you see the new one, you might be disappointed with how they mix things around to update Maybe. it. Maybe at the same time, a lot of people don't watch old school movies. It's true. So uh, I agree with you on the first watch. Watch the first one. I think you should. So they may very well actually like the new one because they're not familiar with uh, sure. the old story and how you know you say his name three times, he appears yeah. and just completely obliterates it. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I, I know, agree. It's pretty up to the. It's up to the viewer. Yeah. Yeah. If you want the old school nostalgia feel? Watch the original, but. 
If you're just totally cool with watching the new one, yeah, go for that. Okay. I, uh, now what, and there's two other ones. There's Candyman 2 and 3. I just, I've seen part two, but really? it was I, so long ago, I can literally tell you it was just basically like a retelling of the first one. Sure. I uh, did not know there was... <laughs> I didn't know there was more. Wait, just ask the question. I didn't know there was part three. I'll I was here going, hey, is there more? And, uh, again, the acting, I'm sure, like, I remember the first one, it was, it was a little cheesy. I mean, it was. Well, most of the movies of the late 80s, early 90s kind of were. They are. I mean, that yeah. was their style. They are, and their acting was... I remember that guy's acting was... Oof. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't good. But his voice was so... So, um... Uh, I want to say iconic, but very... Joanna. Yeah. yeah it's just so deep. And it's yeah. got, like, that kind of, um... James Earl Jones. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very verbose. It's got that good bass, you know? I think that's what they were going for the creep factor. Yeah. Like. And they have that in this new... You see that type of voice in the trailer, which I found that very cool. Yeah, I thought that was great. I thought that was great. Like, oh, they're getting that cool... Diff it's a different deep voice, but... Uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll like it. I'll watch it. They should have put 50 Cent as the Candyman... Because wherever he went bankrupt, you can have him be incredibly creepy. Because he's a big dude. Did he get? Have you seen him now? No, he's not that big. Now. What? I mean, he was like huge, like yeah. while back. I, I mean, he's I not. I thought he'd be a scary, you know. Like, yeah. Villain, because he was big. That's but. true. He's not. Um, he's not as big as what he used to be. Oh man! Well, that just kind of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, life. He's like, I gotta do other things in life, you know. So he just gave up lifting. Oh, if he gave it up, he's just not as big as what he used to be. Oh. Okay. I wouldn't say he gave it up. I wouldn't. Hmm. I wouldn't say. I say he probably was like, hey, I can't go to the gym every single day. I probably have to go to this job. <laughs> I work from now, you know, 8 to, you know, 8 o'clock at night, and I'm tired. So I want to go home and eat and go to bed. Uh, I you know, that. maybe sit down, you know, and chill. Oh, uh, that's stuff. too bad because I thought he would have been great for that part if he, he would have been, like, really huge. I agree. Now, he has been in a couple of movies within the past, like, five years. Oh, but like uh, nothing big. But now, what about you? Fifty Cent Blood in the Sand? You play that game? It's so a good. little bit. So good. I never. So good. I never actually got into it. I, I loved it. I was too busy playing. Like um, at the time, was it Vice City and San Andreas? Yeah. So I never. Yeah. I never got into Blood very game. much. Okay, it's a good game. I actually have to revisit that sometime. So, Candyman. Those are our impressions of the trailer. Um, if you don't want it spoiled, don't watch it. Uh, but if you want to understand it, you don't want it spoiled, but you're still interested, watch the first Candyman. The second and third one? Nope. <coughs> I, I imagine they're... I mean, the second one seemed like retelling of the first, yeah. but the third one's probably just as similar. Probably. I mean... I, or it could have been a cash grab, like one of those last-minute cash grabs, yeah. and they're like, oh, let's just do the story again with, like, you know... Right. ...story and try to get more people Sure. I could be wrong, though. It might actually be decent. Who knows? Yeah. Um, okay, so last thing. <sighs> What's this coronavirus? All what right. is this? Well, what is this thing, man? You're, you're, okay, you asking me about the coronavirus. I don't want to say I'm paranoid. I'm just cautious. Okay. Um, I went in to, like, you know, I'm just going to say, okay, I'm going to be prepared. I'm going to go in to Walmart and buy me a mask, you yeah. know, with, like, a little cartridge on it. Okay. Just in case I need to keep myself in my house for maybe a month or two and I go in and they are all sold out and I was like huh 
And then I, I talked to the hardware guy, and I was like, well, you're going to get any more in? And he's like, oh, I have to check uh, my scanner to see. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just check again tomorrow. It's no problem. And then I go to the food aisle, and I was like, maybe I should grab some, you know, ramen in case something goes down. And I see people buying a lot of rice and beans, the big bags of it. And they are just... And I was just thinking, you know, I, I'm not one to panic, but should uh -huh. I be panicking right now? <laughs> I'm a very cautious guy. I ask him. I mean, uh, if something seems to be off kilter, sure. I'm like, okay, well, let's uh, let's get our butts in yeah. here. Yeah. That's why tomorrow I'm going panic shopping, uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> buying me some tuna, ramen, <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, maybe some gallons of water. I don't yeah. even like water, but I'll have it. <laughs> Sell it. Yeah, but just in case, because, you know, I mean, it's hard to build a body whenever there's a pandemic scare going on, yeah. so. So, <laughs> this, yes, you, I'm not thinking of it the same way, but I don't think what you're thinking is bad. I just am just. I think it is, because uh, in order for you to cure it, I heard in some cases they have to keep you on a respirator for a long period of time. Yep. Being on a respirator for a long period of time can cause brain damage. And that, to me, I mean, I'm not saying it could happen or sure, it will happen, sure. but I like to remain skeptical and okay. be attentive. Yeah. If you see some weird stuff going on, you know, if you yeah. see your dog going crazy wherever the storm's coming and you think there might be a tornado coming, you pay attention, you know, that kind of thing. Okay. So I guess right. there are certain things that scare Okay. Me. Well, I will... <laughs> I wanted to hear your side of this because... Um, I'm still reading Stephen King's The Stand. I am now halfway through. I'm 50% all the way through Stephen King's The Stand. 572 pages <coughs> in. <coughs> so I just have to read 572 more. Oh. Uh, but that book, <coughs> again, if you were to ask me right now, just ask me what I give this book out of five, out of five stars. Ask me. Out of five already. Out of five stars. Right now, if I could just say this book right now, five out of five. What? Dude, five you out of five. haven't even hit the ending yet. Five out of five. This book, halfway Why? through, um, five out of five because his, his storytelling is very, it's a good descriptive. It's not overly wordy. There's sometimes it gets there, but then he stops. Uh, the character creation is magnificent. Uh, he creates this tone uh, that you would, you can imagine in your head of happening if you know this did happen in the world. I mean, you you can see this Nick going. Nick was my favorite character. I remember oh yeah, that. Nick is Nick is cool. Um, so you got this going on, and you're seeing society fall apart. And you're thinking, this could, if, if this happened, this is what society would do. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, excuse me. This book is. It's great because it's also bringing all those character building things and the what if of, you know, what's ha what could happen to society, but then also brings in parts of the Bible, of Revelation, uh, and it's, it's smart how, they, how it does it. So, I, yeah, again, uh, you're not the only person that's told me, hey, you haven't read the end yet. Uh, again, King's books have broke me on the end or made me in the end. And... His best book, in my opinion, is uh, Pet Cemetery. His best book is Pet Cemetery. It's 
phenomenal. Pet Cemetery is great. It's a good book all the way through, and it's an amazing ending at the end because the ending still will haunt you. But did you watch the old school movie? I did. What did you say? I'm, 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 <laughs> well, oh, come on. I, I, didn't like it. I, I didn't like it. Uh, did you watch the remake? Yeah. It wasn't bad. It, it wasn't bad. It bothered them that. It, it, had, it twisted up the the book a little bit like you read the book in the movie it you think once I, you read, I see what he was going for sure he was trying to make it a little bit scary and that once you read the book and then you watch the movie they totally change what happens in the in the book of the movie because they know like oh you've read the book and you think this is going to happen no it's not because here's what happens and you hear going oh my gosh it, it, it's, it's so good uh, because they're totally playing with the person that's already read the book and uh, the ending not as the ending of it is still uh, <clears throat> it still bothers you the end of it like really, the end of that movie really bothered me like I, it bothered me in a way that I didn't like the only thing that bothered me about that movie I will say um, the original was the uh, the sister with multiple sclerosis uh-huh. that her appearance yeah and like oh well, I heard that that was played by a man Oh wow! <laughs> that, that character alone, like one of the few things that actually did scare me when I was a kid. I was like, oh, sure, crap, sure, she's just scary looking. Yeah, man. and she just her although her montage she's given when she's talking about her sister was so funny because she's like, oh, acting like I hit her and I did. And it's like, are you serious yeah, the, whenever, right now? Whenever they were uh, that multiple, like that, she looked very terrifying. Yeah, I mean, it was scary. Uh, but now the end of that movie, oh, the little kid and, oh, that, that from a, being a parent, that, that was a, mm, ooh, that pulled on my strings. I mean, that did. Uh, but the, and the thing is in the book, it, it creates this ending where, oh, excuse me, it creates that ending. It creates this, yeah. <laughs> it creates this ending where you don't you don't quite know well I guess you, you do know what happened but you're like wait what's, what's going to happen now it's a great ending so with that said uh, the stand I've been told is uh, a lot of people on that ending they're like oh yeah I haven't read the ending yet so I'm really looking forward to the ending because there's been his last his newest book that he did uh, the institute that book was going pretty good and in the end totally killed it it was so bad the end was stupid I'm surprised he didn't alter it due to the Twitter mob oh I hated (laughs) I hated that ending of that book I did it was just like he he held back his political stuff and then the last 20 pages he's like no (laughs) And, and he just has all these kids like make these racial like not racial comments sorry these political comments and just degrading uh and i'm here going these are children in this institute what it's 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 just dumb i mean i thought it was very tacky of him the ending to this book sucked how do you like that little donnie (laughs) so (laughs) i really (laughs) i really did not like the ending of the institute but i love the ending of pet cemetery and that was, I think, before he started getting out of this political, you know, soapbox. Okay. So uh, I just wish he'd, he'd back off it and just say, you know, I, 
I get you don't like it, but just... I guess if there's a way he can um, incorporate it into the story, but at the same time, it's like, if it's just that left field of nowhere, it's yes. like, what does it add? Exactly, it doesn't. And I just feel like, you know, just if it's just something you want to have a soapbox on, say something elsewhere. Go, go vote. Go on uh, social media that focuses specifically on that and do that. <laughs> even, even rant on Twitter like you already do, but don't bring it in your books. I'm not. I'm not here reading your books. I'm here wanting to read about horror, not read about how you don't like our political system. Don't care. Don't care. Right. Yeah, just. I think that's. It's getting old. So, but anyways, with Stephen King's The Stand, we are seeing a lot of this. The virus, the the sickness in The Stand, is very similar to the coronavirus. Yeah. If you go to. Um Go on YouTube and look up the intro to The Stand, and you will see so many comments below it where people are like, oh, no. <laughs> well, I was reading. I've been reading the Stephen King's The Stand, and as I'm reading it, I'm watching the news as well. There are things that are happening in the news, and I'm reading on it. In my book, I'm here going, some of this stuff has happened. Not all of it, obviously, but there's some stuff that has happened, uh, and it's very odd. I'm not, I'm not saying it's going to happen or anything like that. I'm not saying that at all. But it is just so eerie. You know, and I'm reading the Stephen King's A Stand and Stephen King's A Stand, it talks about Carthage, Missouri. It talks about Kansas City, Missouri. It talks yeah. about Springfield, Missouri. Which those places are anywhere from 30 minutes to two hours away from us. So I, I do find that quite fascinating. I believe and, there's uh, a book that Dean Koontz wrote that is eerily similar. Really? To uh, to this or the stand? To this that's happening right now. Really? I believe. Uh, let me see. I want to say it's. You know what it's called? Do you? Uh, I did earlier, but right now I don't. Oh, fine. Okay. Well, I, I bet you all have it in half a second. Now I'll tell you that. Yeah. Okay. Let's see here. Thank you. Well. Oh, uh, almost there. <coughs> I spelled it wrong. Sorry. This is great radio. I know, right? Yeah. Heart. Heart. Uh, darkness. I think that's the right one. Oh, Heart of Darkness? I don't know if it's the right one. The Eyes of Darkness. Oh, The Eyes of Darkness. Which is eerily similar about, you know, a uh, plague starting in... China. I want to say, but I don't know if this is the right book. Overview. Camping trip. Yada, 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 yada. Yada, yada, yada. Um, nope. Wrong book. Okay. Well, anyways... Let me really figure it out. Um, there, it's just eerily similar to okay. what's happening right now. Uh, it's a book by Dean Koontz. I don't okay. know if it's taken out of huh. context or not. Huh. But, well, let's face it. You know, um, real life reflects sure. fiction yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Well, we'll, um, we'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> you know, I think this is a very, very... You say that now. I don't think it's... I think uh, we're going to be just fine. You don't think it's going to get this far? You no. think the heat's going to kill it? I don't think it's going to get this far. No, I don't. I don't. I do not. I do not think it's going to get this far at all. Not one single bit. No. 
I don't. Nope. Okay. Well, I, I will hold you to that, but I can't guarantee you. If I'm gone for two months, locked into my uh -huh. place, don't think anything of it. And if, just, I'm being cautious. And if I'm in the hospital, and you know I'm dying, you come here and going, ha! See you wrong. <laughs> no, because I wouldn't go near a hospital. <laughs> 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 right, I'd call you. I'm dying. Ah, oh, it's too bad. No, I'd be like, ah, oh, well, that's oh. funny. All right, talk to you later. <laughs> Brownie face emoji. Hey, face emoji XD. <laughs> it's horrible. All right. It's a serious thing. Uh, what happened? I think it's funny. <laughs> Isn't that awful? <clears throat> so, hey, by the way, we need to probably be serious about this because if any of you guys have been affected by the coronavirus, um, I mean, this. Take precautions. Yeah. Don't, don't I mean, be, well, you know, paranoid just. Sure, but also, I mean, if they've lost somebody, you know, I mean, we should probably not be laughing about well, it. Well, yeah, well, you think I'm preparing? I mean, That's I'm true. just, I'm a, well, horror films don't scare me, real life does. Sure. If that tells you Sure, anything, sure. So. so, yeah. But we also kind of like, you know, um, how we deal with stuff that's stressful, we kind of laugh about it. So, yeah. Know, way I, to deal with it. I do, so. Uh, but yeah, if you have been affected by this, our thoughts and prayers go out to you. I mean, this is, that's, that's awful. I mean, it really is. Mm -hmm. uh, but. You know, our, our laughter, don't take it as disrespect. Please take it as a way that we're just, that's just how we deal with things. Like, for example, what was that one joke I said about bankruptcy? I was going to tell a joke about bankruptcy, but I got nothing. <laughs> uh, I heard another one. Uh, don't blame me. I'm not really bankrupt, but I, I, I wrote that when I, I was broke. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard the one where I don't blame lazy people? They didn't do anything? Oh, <laughs> I like that. Like that's that. good. All right, so we are going to finish up here, and then we are going to go into the man cave, and we're going to do some Dead by Daylight. And I think I'm just going to we'll get this loaded up, and then I'm just going to keep our stuff on, and we'll walk over there, and we can do the podcast as we're playing. I wonder if you'll encounter anybody. I hope I do. So, All right, so this is the Midnight 30 Podcast. We will see you guys in a little bit. Please uh, check us out on Facebook. Like us on there. Um, please listen to our podcast. Uh, comment on the Facebook. Let us know what you think. Uh, please, any thoughts, any criticism, even if stuff you hate, uh, please give us everything. We really don't care. We just want it to be better and have some good discussions, even if you don't like it, right? I mean, we, just, we really, we really do. Uh, we're pretty, uh, we're pretty laid back people. We, uh, we enjoy this stuff. So, yeah. all right, this is the Minute Thirty Podcast, and we are Ghost. See you.